we are two months into spring. This is what's generally considered to be the start of real estate's busy season. Competition for listings is always tough, but never more so than right now. Hi, I'm Matt McGee, host of The Walkthrough. Inventory is at record lows around the country. Just like buyers are competing for homes, you are competing for listings. And you better bring your A-game if you want to win. A lot of homeowners think they don't even need your help to sell right now. And the ones that do, well, a lot of them think they can get your services at a discounted price. This week and next are all about the listing appointment. I'm bringing you an encore presentation of a two-part series that we aired late last summer. This conversation with Florida agent Aaron Novello takes you inside the system that he uses to win about 80% of his listing appointments. As you listen to these two episodes, you might hear Aaron or me reference the time of year or 2020 or something like that. I just ask you to overlook that and instead focus on the tips and scripts that Aaron shares, all of which are as relevant today as they were then. So let's get on with the show. Here's a two-second break and then an encore presentation. It's part one with Aaron Novello about winning the listing appointment. It's almost 7 p.m. You're walking up to the seller's home. In your hands, you have a laptop or maybe your iPad. You have comps printed out, recent sales that are like this home, plus similar homes that are on the market right now. You have a thick folder with glossy marketing materials that basically say, sir or ma'am, you'd be crazy to let anyone else list your home. You go inside to close the deal, but a half hour later, or maybe an hour, that crazy thing happens. You don't get the listing. You thought you nailed the presentation, but you're going home without a new client. What happened, and how do you make sure it doesn't happen next time? Our guest today says you might need to flip your process on its head. He's a successful agent in Florida whose team converts 80% of its listing appointments. How do they do it? That's what we're going to start to find out today. This is the first of a two-part series. Today, you'll learn that winning the listing appointment isn't about all that stuff you're carrying into the appointment. It's about what you say and do before you even ring the doorbell. This is The Walkthrough. Hey. Hi, everyone. How you doing? My name's Matt McGee. I'm the editor of Homelight's Agent Resource Center and your host every week right here on The Walkthrough. On this show, you'll learn what's working right now from the best real estate agents and industry experts in the country. At Homelight, we believe in real estate agents. That's why we created The Walkthrough. We're on a journey to find out how great real estate agents grow their business, stand out from the crowd, and become irreplaceable. You can get involved in the show in a couple different ways. You can text or leave a voicemail for me. The phone number is 415-322-3328. Or you can send an email anytime to walkthrough at homelight.com. Every listing you get can have a multiplier effect. A single listing can help you get more seller leads, new buyer leads, and if, or when, you convert those leads, that one listing suddenly turns into several transactions. 
That's why so many agents build their business around listings and sellers instead of buyers. But in order to do that, you have to crush your listing appointments. On today's show, you are going to meet Aaron Novello, a super successful agent in the Fort Lauderdale, Florida area. He's responsible for more than 1,400 homes sold and more than $325 million in sales volume in his 14 years in the business. He's been on the Real Trends Top 1,000 Agents list five times. Aaron is still an active agent and team leader, but about seven years ago, he also launched a coaching and training program. And through that, he's helped hundreds of agents grow their business. Listing appointments are one of the focus areas in Aaron's training classes. He teaches agents how to pre-qualify a seller before you ever walk into their home or before you get on a Zoom call with them, as the case may be these days. In today's show, you will hear how Aaron does most of his selling and objection handling before he walks in the door, how he responds when a seller asks him to take a lower commission, and you're going to hear a full, unedited, 10-minute role play where I am the potential seller and Aaron is pre-qualifying me over the phone. I think you're going to love it. As I mentioned earlier, this is part one of a two-part conversation. We'll focus on pre-qualifying today, and then we'll dive into the listing appointment itself in part two. So without further ado, let's get to today's conversation on pre-qualifying potential sellers. The first question that I asked Aaron was, how do you explain that 80% success rate with listing appointments? You know, if you want to build a chocolate cake, you got to follow a recipe. And if you don't follow the recipe, then it's not going to come out a chocolate cake. So it's a combination of two things. One is, you know, in the appointment setting process is right on the spot. I'll pre-qualify that appointment. Okay, and what that pre-qualification entails is asking a series of detailed questions to not only gather as much data and information as I can as far as the who, what, where, and why, you know, somebody's motivation, what they're looking to accomplish, timeframes, things of that nature, but we also use it as a mechanism to sell, right? A mechanism to kind of, uh, you know, move the process forward. And then... We do send uh, you know, a pre-listing package prior to connecting. And what we're doing is reverse engineering the way we're accustomed to making decisions right? in our current day and age, right? which is where we would be going online. We'd probably be looking at reviews, looking at websites, watching a video, and then making a decision to either purchase that product or service or then pick up the phone and ask some questions. right? So in the pre-qualification, which we can get into, you know, we're kind of pushing them towards those digital assets. So they can, um, you know, do that kind of due diligence on their own. And then when we show up and it's time to uh, kind of rock and roll, so to speak, having a very clear, concise plan, usually agents, they just kind of wing it, you know. And, you know, it's, uh, the analogy I give them is like, if you were to go to a physician, would you want the physician to wing a surgery? Or would you want a, uh, you know, pilot to like wing it? No, you'd want them to follow a a very precise track that leads to a specific destination. You said you are sending them materials. You're getting them materials before the appointment. Is that what I heard? That is accurate. Yeah. So, so we're sending them an email prior to connecting. So I might say to you in the pre-qualification, 
You know, Matt, um, I'm aware that, you know, I'm just a voice over the phone. And my intention provided the opportunities to one, do a wonderful job for you and your family. So other than we've discussed so far, somebody who's got a great track record, somebody who can help you guys get the most and do it quickly and efficiently, somebody who can help you perhaps connect you with vendors to prepare the property and make the process as smooth and easy as possible. Is there anything else you'd be looking for from me as far as your agent that would be important to you? Now, notice I already said, like, as your agent, like, that's an assumptive close. Like, we're already moving this forward. Like, we're already doing this. And you might say to me, well, yeah, like, I want to talk to you about like this and this. And, you know, I want somebody that's honest. I want somebody who's maybe flexible in terms of the professional fee, wh whatever it is you say to me. Okay, great. So what I'm going to do in preparation for meeting is I'm going to send you some information, right? And amongst other things, there'll be a link to our website, which you can check out and put a face to the name. There's also going to be a link to all of my personal reviews online. We have over 435 star reviews from clients just like you that we've helped in this area from start to finish, maximize value and do it quickly and efficiently. So I encourage you, Matt, to take a look at a few of those in preparation for connecting. So that way you can get a feel and a flavor for the service and results we provide. Okay. And you're like, yeah, that's fine. So I'm pushing you to those digital assets, which are going to do a lot of the selling for me. Okay. That makes right? sense. You're going to go, you're going to look at the website. You're going to see all the reviews. That demonstrates like social proof. A lot of people have used me, demonstrates authority. I know what I'm doing. And then in that email, there's also going to be a, a pre-listing package, which is a PDF that you can open. And in that pre-listing package is the following information. Not like me with a picture of like my dog or something. <laughs> None of that. Uh, it's very much so kind of results oriented. So there'll be our track record over the years, right? How many homes we sell year over year. Okay. Then there'll be the plan of action, specifically what we're going to do to market the property, right? Because people want to know about that. Then there'll be kind of my schedule so people can see what we're doing on a regular basis to ensure that we can get them an offer that's acceptable. And then there's frequently asked questions. And what the frequently asked questions are, Matt, is these are objections that you will normally get with the answers already. So it's like, hey, I want to do a shorter listing. And it says like, no. And then here's gives the reason why. Or, hey, we want to adjust the professional fee. It's like, no. And it gives the reason why. Or have you ever <laughs> thought about this or considered this? So there's like four or five of those objections that are already answered. And then the last page is references if people choose to reach out. The next attachment is um, the actual comparables. Okay. Three actives, three closed, one pending. I know a lot of agents do all of this like, you know, crazy analysis with like charts and graphs and price per square foot. Like it's really not that it's not necessary. So in that PDF, which is the eight photo view in the multiple listing service, we highlight that beds, baths, you know, days on market. Cause I want you to review that information before I even see you. So you get an idea in your mind is like, okay, somewhere around here, it's probably realistic. Right. And then the other thing that's embedded in there is a video. And that video has two client testimonials in it from people that we've helped. So in other words, if you think about this, that pre-listing stage, I'm reverse engineering. I'm giving you everything you need as a consumer that you're accustomed to. Because what technology has done is it's changed our expectations. Like I expect to have all the information upfront right now. And then I can make a decision, right? So I'm, I'm reverse engineering that. I'm giving you everything that you need right now. And I would propose if you do that properly, like, you know, they're already going to establish, I know what I'm doing. And that I'm an expert. Now it's just terms and conditions. So like 80% of, you know, their decisions probably made before I even see them. Yeah, I feel like you're kind of flipping the traditional process on its head a bit, right? Like I feel like traditionally an agent would do 20 or 25% of the work prior to the, the meeting. And then the other 75 or 80% happens in the meeting. 
you're sort of going the opposite direction. You're trying to do 80% in advance and then just leave the meeting for the actual closing. That's exactly right. And hence the reason why our ratio is so high. Right. Okay. And the other thing that's true is that a lot of times agents, and I mean this with love, they'll resist pre-qualifying. And the reason why they'll resist pre-qualifying is because they really don't want to hear what the answers are. Right. So if somebody tells me they're actually not that motivated to sell, it's like, mm. like that's not actually an appointment. Right. Right. So if I can flesh that out up front and if I'm generating on a regular basis, I don't have to tolerate. So I can I can get very clear on, OK, what's the situation? And instead of trying to prove myself worthy of the business, it's like, look, I already know I'm worthy. It's me trying to determine if I can actually help you. If you have a need and, an, and a goal and objective that I can service. And then if I can, I'm fleshing out all of the objections ahead of time because you might say to me in prequal, like, yeah, like, you know, we think our property is worth X. And I know that neighborhood very well. And I know that X is a little high. Right. Right. So I'll know that at the same time, when I ask you, well, I'm curious, Matt, your job's, I mean, your property's really nice. It's in a great geographic area. If you don't mind me asking, was there any particular reason you were even considering selling it? And you're like, yeah, I got a job relocation and I got to be out there by the end of the year. Okay, excellent. And is it an option for you to not sell the home and still move? I would want to know that before I see you, right? Because right. I'm going to spend 30 minutes, however many preparing, I'm going to drive and like all that other stuff, right? And let's say you say to me, no, that's not an option. Okay. So in other words, in order for you to get what you want, the time you want, it requires you sell the property. Is that correct? Yes. Now, when he tells me he thinks it's worth X and I know it's worth a little bit less than that, I'm not so concerned because he's got to move. Sometimes you will get the email or the call from the seller at one in the afternoon and they want to meet you at five or seven that night. Do you have enough time to do all this and put all this together in the PDFs, do the comps, the whole nine yards? Yeah. So this is, that's a wonderful question. And what I'm aware of is I do because I have, I have staff, I have people, right? And we have a system. Remember we talked about like a chocolate cake. So what happens is, is when I book the appointment, I immediately send an email to uh, my assistant with the contact information, their name, like the source of the lead, where it came from, let's say Homelight, their name of the client, their email address, and their phone number. Underneath that is the property, right? And any notes that I took about it when I say, hey, you know, Matt, um, nobody knows the home better than you. Have you done any changes or modifications over time that you feel like would affect its value? Examples being kitchen, bathrooms, and flooring. When you talk to me, I take notes on that stuff. Then I put a little note underneath why you're selling, what you're looking to accomplish time frame. I immediately fire an email to my assistant. She does the CMA. Okay. Okay. Does the CMA, does the homework, and then sends out that email that we just talked about. Because that PDF, just, you just, you just uh, attach it to the email. And then the comps that she does, she prints that out on the desktop, right? Uh, as a PDF, highlights it in Adobe Acrobat. She attaches it in an email. So I can, she can literally get me ready for an appointment. If I talk to you like right now in our conversation, you're like, hey, you know, I'm only in town for like, you know, till like four o'clock this afternoon. I can be ready for an appointment within 20 minutes. Hi, everyone. If you're enjoying the walkthrough, we'd appreciate it if you tell the real estate agents in your network about us. Even more, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Your feedback helps us get better, and in some cases can also help new listeners find and hear us. And when we get around to having you on the show, the more listeners, the better, right? You have given us already a few of the questions that you ask during this pre-qualification. Um, what are the other questions that you are asking on that very first call with uh, with the seller? 
Yeah. So some of those questions could be, and, and we could just role play if you'd like, Matt, like if you would want to be. I'll do my best. <laughs> yeah. So Before we get together, Matt, I just have a couple super important questions to ask you just to make sure that I'm fully prepared and I can provide you with the most accurate information and really be the best assistance to you and your family. And I'll be brief because I know your time is valuable. So in terms of the property, I mean, again, it's really nice. It's in a great area. I know it very well. I don't need to tell you that, you know, it's in great school district and things of that nature. Hopefully I'm not being too straightforward, Matt. Was there any particular reason that you and your family were even considering selling it? Well, Aaron, uh, we are thinking about selling because our kids are getting older and heading off to school soon, and we don't need all this space. I understand. So in other words, the home has served its purpose size-wise. The kids are kind of moving on, and you guys were thinking, you know, you don't require so much space. You'd like to sell the property and perhaps downsize. Is that right? That's what we're thinking. Okay. And did you want to do that locally here, or were you looking to move someplace else? I think we'd like to stay local. We just don't need as much um, as much space. And, you know, obviously a school district isn't as important now because the kids are gone. Um, so, But we do love the area. So, yeah, we want to stay. Okay, wonderful. And then ideally, in terms of what you want, because really that's what's most important, how soon would you like to make this lifestyle change happen? I don't know that we have a specific timeline for it. I think we're just sort of poking, you know, poking around and kicking the tires right now to see what the home is worth and, you know, what a, an agent thinks we could get for it. I understand. So let me ask it this way, because my job sincerely is to help you. It's never to talk you into doing anything. You know, let's say we take a look at the numbers and they make sense and we can see that now it's presenting itself to be, you know, a pretty opportune time to cash out. If we got an offer that was acceptable to you in the next 30 to 45 days, we can negotiate maybe an extended closing period of 60 days so we can shop for what you're looking for on the other end. That would give us like 90 to 100 days from start to finish. Would that time frame be okay with you? That might be okay. Yeah, I think we I think we could probably make that work if we find the right place and if the if the home's value is what we want it to be. Okay, excellent. So let me make a note here. And then I've only spoken to you, Matt. I can hear in your voice that you know, you're pretty excited about making this transition happen. How does your significant other feel about it? I th we're on the same page together about this. We're we're we both know that uh, that we don't need all this space in the house. So, yeah, wonderful. Well, that's always important to be on the same page, right? And I guess I'm curious because uh, I meant that sincerely. My job's to help you. It's not to talk you to do anything. Is it an option for you guys to perhaps not sell this home and still move? Like maybe just keep it and rent it and then buy another townhome? No, I mean, we've talked about that a couple times in the past. I I don't know that it's an option, so probably not. But I mean, I'd be open to hearing about that if, you know, if the home's value is more than we think, maybe. Okay, fair enough. And have you guys ever been a landlord before? We have not. Okay, no problem. So it sounds like it's something you're kind of batting around at the same time, kind of moving in the direction of just cashing out and being complete. Is that right? Right. Yep. Right. Awesome. And then in terms of the property, right? Uh, because again, you know, I'm super familiar with it. That's why Home Light matched us because we have the good fortune of doing a lot of business in your geographic area. I always like to ask the homeowner though, have you done any changes or modifications to it over time that, that you feel would affect its value? Examples being like kitchen, bathrooms, or flooring? Nothing like that. Probably the biggest change is that one bedroom has been converted to a home office. Okay. So let me note that here, which is actually very sought after with everything that's going on. So let me note that here. And then do you plan on making any additional changes or modifications before I would start to bring buyers through? Not unless it's uh, something that we're told would be a good idea. Okay, no problem. And I'm, I'm super cautious to propose you spend a dollar unless it would either dramatically improve the showing condition or if we spent a dollar, you would get two or three back. So we'll look at that very closely. And then, you know, ultimately you're the boss. You could decide what you feel is best. Now you strike me to be someone who's super savvy. I'm aware that you found me online. 
the platform matched us again because you know we help so many people in this area. I'm sure you guys did some due diligence prior to reaching out, maybe went to Zillow or something of that nature. Did you have an idea at all of realistically what you were thinking in terms of price? No, I don't have a, a number off the top of my head. I just I know that the houses in our area are selling like hotcakes and selling very quickly. But I don't know. I don't. I don't know what a number would be. Perfect. No problem. And I appreciate your candor. You know, my intention provided the opportunity to get you every penny possible. I'm also the mindset, Matt, I'd much rather earn your business with integrity, being honest and straightforward about what's reasonable and realistic versus promising you something I know is not going to happen and not be able to deliver on that promise. So in some information that I'll send you in preparation for connecting, I'll, I'll show you a few things. The first one is, is what's active on the market right now and not selling, which is very helpful, Matt, because the neighbors, they've actually done us a favor. Do you know what it is? I have no idea. They've actually tested the market for us already at certain prices. And it's not working. We can learn from that. That's helpful data. The second piece of information we'll look at is what has actually sold and closed, let's say within the last six to 12 months, really with a focus over the last you know, 120 days post-COVID. And in looking at that information, what we're going to see come to the surface is not a pinpoint to the penny map, but instead a very tight, realistic range as to what would be reasonable. Does that approach make sense to you? That does. Yes, that sounds good. Okay, cool. And I'm going to be sending this information via email. What's the best email address for you? And I give my email, matt at something.com. Okay, great. Excellent. And uh, again, I've only spoken to you. I guess, do you guys have any additional questions or concerns for me before we connect? Yes, we are curious to know if you would consider uh, listing our house at less than 6%. Do you do, do you ever, is that negotiable? Yeah, it's a wonderful question. I really appreciate you asking. It sounds like netting the most is really important to you. The professional fee is one of the tools that we use to market the property in terms of what we offer out to another agent if they can find us a buyer that's ready, willing, and able to purchase. Because agents, Matt, they don't control what people buy, but they do have influence over what they see. And we'll go over the options that you have at your disposal because I want you guys to feel comfortable with the one we end up choosing. I can promise you this, that certainly wouldn't be a reason why we don't do business. I'm sure we'd be able to come up with something that was mutually beneficial to all parties. Does that sound reasonable to you? That does sound reasonable, yes. Okay, good. And then my intention, as I mentioned, is to do a wonderful job for you guys. So other than what we discussed so far, somebody who has a great track record in this area, which we do, that's why we were matched. Somebody who can help you maximize value and do it quickly and efficiently. And somebody who can help you, you know, not only sell this home, but find another one here locally that fits your guys' needs and make that process as easy as possible. Is there anything else you would be looking for from me as your agent that would be important to you? Not that I can think of right now. Just excited to just excited to meet you and chat chat about this more. Yeah, I'm really excited as well. And I know I'm just a voice over the phone at the moment. So in the information that I'm going to send you in preparation for connecting, amongst other things, there'll be a link to our website, which you can check out. I'll put a face to the name. There's also a link to all of our personal reviews online. We have over 430 plus five-star reviews from clients just like you that we've helped in this area from start to finish get the most. So I encourage you guys to take a look at a few of those right, in preparation for meeting. So that way you can get a feel and a flavor for the service and results you provide, okay? Sounds great. Awesome. And then my final question is this, you know, you strike me, Matt, to be someone who's super straightforward and to the point I'm the exact same way. When we do connect, I mean, provided that it makes sense, of course, I'd never expect you to do anything that doesn't make sense to you, provided that the numbers work and you guys feel super comfortable and confident with me that I can help you not only sell this home and maximize value, but you know, make it a smooth and easy process and help you find something local. Do you think you'd be open to the possibility of hiring me to help when I see you tomorrow at six? Uh, yes, possibly. Uh, we are usually the type that need to sleep on it. 
Uh, so we, it may not be a decision that we're able to make right on the spot, but you know, we're, we're certainly, you know, amenable to the idea. That's wonderful. And that's all we ask is that you be open, you know, to the possibility. I can tell you very humbly that uh, when I do meet with people in person, particularly after they checked out our track record and reviews, you know, like 95% of the time they do decide to hire me and put me to work. So what I'll do is I'll bring with me that market analysis, which we'll send to you via email so we can review it together as a team and determine, you know, how we can maximize value and get the most we possibly can quickly and efficiently. And then I also will have with me the appropriate paperwork. So provided you guys do feel compelled and you feel comfortable and confident, we can take care of that and get the process started. Okay. That sounds great. Okay, great. Well, again, I sincerely appreciate you taking the time. I know your time is really valuable. And honestly, having heard the story, so to speak, Matt, and what you're looking to accomplish and why, I'm super excited to uh, see you tomorrow uh, at six. And if it all makes sense, you know, the numbers work, uh, get you one step closer to that townhome. I mean, wouldn't that be great? That would be great. Awesome. Thank yeah. you. And then one I, one last question I forgot to ask <laughs> before we hang up is I'll be doing a net sheet for you. So that way you can see dollars and cents what the proceeds would be when it all shakes out. In order to do that properly and professionally, um, is there anything still owed on this home or is it free and clear for you guys? Uh, the, it, there is still owed. I believe we owe about 200000 on it. Okay, cool. And I'm imagining you're not interested in acting like a bank and holding a note for a buyer. You just want me to help you to get all the cash out that we're going to use towards the next purchase. Is that correct? That's correct. All right, perfect. Well, again, listen, I appreciate you taking the time. I know your time is valuable. Carla, my assistant, she'll call you tomorrow. Confirm, make sure you got the email we sent. Confirm the time still works. And again, if it does, we'll connect. We'll go over everything and help you get one step closer to your new property, okay? Got it. Thank you. My pleasure. Make it a great day. So that, Aaron, that sounds like most of that, I feel, is probably stuff that normally would be discussed in the actual face-to-face, but you're wanting to cover all that on the phone when you're setting the appointment. Yeah, because the purpose of meeting is to like sign something. That's the whole purpose, right? So I want to... I want to gather as much information as I can prior to, and I'm crystal clear. So if you noticed, I got, I was gathering information, the who, what, where, when, why, why are you doing this? I asked you if it's an option for you to rent. You're like, eh, sort of. It's like, not really. Right. Um, I asked you time frame. You shared with me, we're at the beginning stages and I kind of shrunk that down. I was like, okay, well, if we got an mm-hmm. offer in 30, 45 days and like whatever, right. that works. Yeah, that was you're interesting. Like, yeah, that's okay. Right. So you're like, oh, yeah, we're just talking like here somewhere. And I'm like, shoot, and I shrink <laughs> it down to like here. Right. 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 And then um, and then you you gave me one of the objection that you're going to have when I see you, which is professional fee. And notice I didn't answer it. Right. I acknowledged it. You, you did a great I, job of not answering that. <laughs> yeah. So I acknowledged it. But then I also like I don't want to handle that uh, over the phone. Like I want to do that in person because like I have all of my being, I have my physical being, like all of that to like demonstrate and I can demonstrate value. Right. Versus just being like, blah, like regurgitating and verbally vomiting a number. Right. Right. Yeah. So now I'm fully prepared for that appointment. And now that last question that I asked you about like, uh, the mortgage, like now I know if there's an equity position. So now I'm, I'm, I'm crystal clear on what the situation is. And, and that preps you, you are ready to go in and have that meeting and, answer whatever questions, deal with whatever objections come up, which you just got a sense of what the objections are going to be from the call. And you are just more prepared because you took the time to do it when you're setting the appointment. Right up front, instead of just like running out and being like, yippee, like, let's go have a conversation. Because, you know, that's not an effective use of time. There's no way I could list 120, 130 properties a year, which I do, if I did that. It's just not possible. And it's kind of like the way I describe it to agents that I coach and work with. It's like, if you went to the doctor and you were like, hey, my head hurts, and the doctor was like, great, let's do surgery. You'd be like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> right. whoa. Like, right. Like, 
Like, slow down, chief. Instead, what the physician's going to do is be like, he or she is going to be like, how long does it hurt? When did it start hurting? Have you changed your diet? Right? Do you have a history of it hurting in your in your family? Right? Are you on medication? Right? Have you traveled outside of the U.S.? Like, they're going to ask you all these questions, do blood work and all this other stuff. And what they're doing is they're pre-qualifying. They're trying to figure out with a high degree of probability what the situation is. So in the prequal, what I'm doing is figuring out what is the level of motivation of this seller on a scale from one to 10? And I only want to deal with eight, nines, and tens. Are you pre-qualifying potential sellers like that? Aaron spends about 75 to 80% of his time and effort pre-qualifying the seller. And when that works, I mean, the listing appointment itself is often a slam dunk. The point is, Winning the listing appointment begins long before you ring the doorbell. If you want more information about Aaron's coaching and training, you can check out his website. It's AaronNovello.com. That's Novello with two L's. I will link to that in today's show notes. In just a minute, uh, we'll do a preview of part two and also talk about our upcoming schedule. First, let's do a couple takeaways from today's episode. Number one, Pre-qualifying a seller is the process of asking a series of detailed questions to A, determine how serious they are because you don't want to waste your time if the person isn't serious about selling, B, learn about objections ahead of time, and C, start to assumptively close the seller. You heard Aaron assumptively closing me during the role play when he asked, are you going to make any changes to the home? Before I bring buyers through, that's the assumptive close. Takeaway number two, Aaron does not wait until the appointment to give the seller comps, marketing materials, and all that stuff you normally bring with you. All of that goes out as soon as possible after the appointment is made, with some help from his admin staff, of course. He says, consumer expectations have changed and people want information as soon as possible so they can start to make decisions. And then takeaway number three, with an objection like his seller's commission, Aaron does not want to answer that on the phone. You heard him deflect that question very well during the role play, and he'll be ready to answer that during the actual appointment. And that is actually a perfect segue into part two, because I know you're wondering about Aaron's script for answering that objection. So here is a preview of what he says when sellers ask him to discount his fee. You recognize that the professional fee is a tool to make sure that you get the most because if we're trying to maximize value, do you think we're going to do that by limiting the exposure or broadening the exposure? You'd be like, well, broadening it. Yeah, so here are the options that you have at your disposal. The first option is is we can offer out the full 3%, which is what agents are accustomed to, and that'll increase the probability that we can get a whole bunch of people interested and you end up with top dollar quickly and efficiently. The second option is, is we offer out some sort of discount. You know, maybe like like two and a half or two percent, and in doing so, that could end up affecting showings, which ultimately can end up affecting how much we end up getting. So, my question to you is, based on what you're looking to accomplish and why, and the time frame you'd like to make all this happen, in which one of those two options do you think would serve you and your family best? So that is a preview of what's coming up next week in part two. If you want to get in touch with me with any questions or comments, you can text or leave a voicemail anytime. The number is four one five. 322-3328. You can also send me an email. It's walkthrough at homelight.com or 
just find me in our Facebook listener community. Uh, go on Facebook, do a search for Homelight Agent Community, The Walkthrough. You'll find me and other listeners in there. So that's all for this week. Thanks to Aaron Novello for joining me. Thank you for listening. My name's Matt McGee. Remember, at Homelight, we believe in real estate agents. That's why we created The Walkthrough. We're on a journey to find out how great real estate agents grow their business, stand out from the crowd, and become irreplaceable. Go out and safely sell some homes. We'll talk to you again next week. Bye-bye, everyone.